for one welcome our new gentlemen overlords who 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 now that's a team i can work remix <laughs> i love it i love bringing people together how we doing hey everybody welcome to the gentlemen overlords i am andrew i'm max i'm robert <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm Andrew, and this is the Gentleman Overlords. And Max is a mensch. Hey. <laughs> Uber. An Uber mensch. Oh, no, I, I don't think you want to be that. Yeah. I think I'd rather uh, have a Lyft mensch if you, <laughs> based on their business practices. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys. How's it going? Pretty going, good. Going all right. Yeah. Going how's, all it, right. how's it going with you, Andrew? Uh, pretty good. I feel pretty good about that Uber Lyft joke that I just told, so I'm <laughs> flying pretty high. It's, gonna, it's yeah. evergreen. It's going to stand the test of yep. time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, how about that new Uber logo? Am I right? Wait, is it real? Know, Uber logo? I don't know. It might be like years old, and I'm just noticing it now. But mm. it's a U. It's a yeah. It's like it just it's a black and white U, or the 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 background is black and there's a white U in the black. I, is that not what it's always been? Is there? I don't like think so. Two dots above it or something. I don't know. It was it was <laughs> so always an, it was always an umlaut. Yeah, it's and a, then they added the U recently. It's a pink mustache. Wasn't that Lyft or was that Uber? I don't care. <laughs> that is funny. I think that it was, it was like, instead of just like right. a little sign that said what your car was, you had to have a pink mustache yeah. on your car. Yeah. They should have made everyone who drove it uh, grow like, a pink mustache. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Yeah. You have to change your genetic uh, material. Wow. You have to become a chimera. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, let's move on to some stuff we've seen. You forget about me. Look my way, girl. Something <laughs> breakfast. Movies we've seen. I can't get a handle on volume today, apparently. Um right. what fucking movies have you guys seen? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> trying to figure this out. Um I started rewatching uh the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. because I, I mentioned on a previous episode that I watched the Holmes and Watson film starring uh-huh. John C. Riley and mm-hmm. uh, Will Can't, So you're on a real Holmes kick right now. Well, it was honestly like I need to cleanse my palate with a good Sherlock Holmes because I do I like the um, Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes and there's actually some nice kind of well set up dry humor and and I like how resourceful and i'd like the way that robert downey jr plans out stuff like even like his bare knuckle boxing and stuff i don't know it's an it's an enjoyable film i would encourage people to uh go back and watch it especially if they've been tainted with the uh latest installment in sherlock holmes holmes and watson Holmes and watson not so good um did they make a second one of that robert mm -hmm. downey jr game of shadows they did game of shadows and that's good too i don't uh, I only watched it once, so I want to watch it. Ag- I'm going to watch it again after this one to kind of reassess. But I feel like I kind of liked it mm, as much, maybe a little less than mm, the original one. Drop. <laughs> they haven't discounted doing another one uh-huh. with Robert Downey Jr., which I would I would also like. Maybe they can meet the Holmes and Watson universe. Oh, uh, yeah. there you go. Maybe Benedict Cumberbatch can come in and uh, lay a joke down about being also a Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. What do you guys think about this joke? <laughs> Uh, but yes, I, and I'm, so I'm enjoying that. Um, and did I watch another one? I think the other stuff is technically, uh, TV. So Max, what have you watched? Nothing. Nothing. Been busy. Wow. Yeah. Um, got stuff to do. Too busy for the, media. I'm not wow. To, uh, I mean, there's a movie that Max and I will talk about later that okay. I saw. 
Um, I also saw, and I'm only going to talk about this briefly because I'm going to talk about it on my other podcast. Uh, I did see Men in Black. Oh, he's saving it. He's international, saving all the, yeah. all the good talk. So I got to save the juicy bits for the other shows. This is a betra- I betrayal. I don't, you're the mole in MIB. What? You're truly the mole in MIB um, right now. I did see Men in Black International and I thought it was fine. Hey, that's good. It's getting like really bad reviews and I like. It, it struck me as a movie that's like getting bad reviews that doesn't deserve them or like is like mediocre or something i I don't know i don't know if it's just like people are upset that it's not like the will smith tommy lee jones men in black but like i think tessa thompson and chris hemsworth are so fun together on screen and like they could i mean they could do any franchise they want if sure i think like i think where people have a problem with it is i think if it had been like unnamed sci-fi movie with tessa thompson and chris hemsworth I think people will be that's, much on more on board with it than if it was a Men in Black. That's sequel. a good observation. Yeah, that's. I think that's a symptom of a lot of stuff nowadays, where it feels like it would be fine if it wasn't, if it wasn't this lauded, you know, it, everyone's waiting for this next installment, and then that's what they get. Yeah. So that's a shame. Plus, I it's like, I mean, it, you they are foolish to not have action star Tommy Lee Jones in it. So <laughs> hey, I did. Hey, another movie I did watch this morning was U.S. Marshals on. TV, which is a sequel to The Fugitive with Tommy Lee Jones. That's Tommy Lee and Jones and uh, uh, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, yeah. yes. And a young Robert Downey Jr. Wow. And, uh, Iron Man himself. He, boy, he looks so much younger, but like also way older than he should be at that time because he's like going through some sure. stuff. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones was fucking cut in that movie. Like he's a. We get an ab shot? He get an ab shot because he gets shot in the chest when he and has like he, a so vest on. he rips on. it off and yeah. he, his six pack <sighs> flex and shoots the yeah. bullet out. Ping pong. <laughs> um, no, he has to take off his shirt because he gets shot and they're in the hospital and he's like re, he's like putting on his shirt over the bandages. Sure. And you're like, wow. I was like, man, he's got kind of a hunky body. And like, I think Tommy and Jones at that point must have been in his like late 40s, maybe 50s. Still got it going on. He's TLJ. Cru- cruising it. Yeah. Damn. Damn. So, anyways, that's, I thought U.S. U.S. Marshals is very watchable. That's good. That's great. Yeah, yeah I like those. Uh, I like those films. Uh, do we anything else? For movies? No. That's it for me, baby. Yeah. Moving uh, on. Well, uh, oh, well, oh, hold on. We have a caveat. Yeah. He, maybe he saw a trailer. Let's let's let this play out. <laughs> no, you might not know. Is this, wait, was this trailer an hour and a half long? <laughs> yes, it was uh, Men in Black International. I also watched it. <laughs> no, I I just wanted to go back to that because uh, I. I think I might judge it harshly just because it's not that weird 21 Jump Street crossover that they were that talking about. That is a bummer today. that that didn't happen. But like, that's not the movie's fault. Yeah, it's it is. Not. It's I'm a- blaming the movie. <laughs> the movie's I, fault. I let all that hype stuff really get in the way of my watching anyway. So uh-huh. like, I, I probably would judge it even though it's not the movie's fault. But it was true. also like not a movie that was that was being made. It was like an idea that came out through like an, e- an email leak. So like, yeah. I, I'm... I mean, like, but I, I it's funny. That is funny, though, that like it came out and like most of that was very negative, bad stuff from the email leaks. And this one was like, yeah, do that. Yeah, sounds do fun. that. Yeah. Do that. I agree. Yeah. That does. It sounds like a really fun movie. I yeah. and like I. I also was looking forward for it to being made. I would assume that at some point it would not have been made, even if the email had not come out. It's probably true. I just think that it's such a neat idea to have two completely separate movies cross over. At some I agree. Point. If yeah. uh, if Earth in 2019 is any uh, consolation or any sort of factor in that, I, I think everything will become a crossover at some point. So but you I know, think what we're would okay. be, you know, what would be fun? A 21 Jump Street MIB International crossover with Tessa Thompson, Chris yeah. Hemsworth, and the 21 Jump Street guys. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. I I think like that would be. I think they would honestly have more chemistry on screen than 
Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith teaming up with Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. So Men I, on 22 Jump Street International. Hey, uh, <laughs> where's that theme song? <laughs> TV shows we've seen. <laughs> we've seen. All right. You laugh live every time that plays. It's, it just tickles me so much. Uh, <laughs> what TV shows have you guys seen? Jessica Jones. <laughs> Oh, this is embarrassing. It's Jessica Jones. Uh, oh, my bad. Yeah, you're Je- watching. The, you're using a European Netflix code to I, watch. Yeah, it? I just had the subtitles on. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you getting notes out. What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> I'm just messing with stuff in my pocket. Don't and worry about it. Uh, how was it terrible? Oh, terrible. <laughs> They're all so terrible. Uh, the only uh, Marvel show on Netflix that was better in its second season was Iron Fist. Because Iron Fist was so terrible in its first season. The so rest it just had nowhere to go but up. Yeah. Interesting. Everything else just has gone down That's since. That's a bummer. The first one. And they like, Trish is one of the worst characters. Her friend. Yeah. Uh, Patricia Walker. Patsy. Does she have, I, I don't know, this isn't a spoiler, but I don't remember. She was a crime fighter with Jessica Jones at one point where they were like costumed heroes, right? In the comics you're talking? Uh, no. In, in the show, was she a hero with her? No. Or not? Well, um, kind of the anti-hero thing. I don't know. But like, like, does she have any inherent powers or no? She gets some in the Ooh. in season two. Got it. Spoilers for people who I didn't watched know. It. I was just curious. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, she's based on a character in the comics called Hellcat, and they did the thing that I really hate in, from X Men, uh, where they make fun of the fact that. There's like a costume that they're not going to use in the movie. Oh, so that's or in the show, so it's like they reference you used to wear some weird, embarrassing costume, and it's like yeah. well, we would actually love that. So if she's you did that. She's trying to figure out her outfit, and she dress first. She puts on a cat mask that looks similar to the uh, Hellcat thing, and then she wears. She's like going through a bunch of different outfits, and then she puts on the, like a wait the like yellow a, spandex like a, thing that a montage of like trying on. Yeah, it's that same. Oh, You've seen that montage a hundred times. So yeah, this one doesn't work because it's stupid. No, <laughs> no. I mean, because they she puts it on, she's like, oh, I'd never she's wear like, that. Only dumb people that watch this show would feel nostalgia for this. Exactly, and then she puts on like this really trashy, uh, just like tracksuit with a a jacket that doesn't match like a bomber jacket and it's all like really dark colors but they're not the same dark colors and then she puts a scarf over her face it's like the stupidest thing worst costume i've seen uh, in a long time and then it's funny how fun like the, the trend costume. of the show seems to be like start start with the costume that people don't like and then maybe by the end get to the costume that everyone wants in the first place and then this one's kind of like it can start with the costume that people want and then it's like no 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 we're, we're going to a bad yeah. costume um well, that's a bummer. I'm sorry to hear that because I, I liked Jessica Jones for season. I liked uh, overall some of those Marvel properties. So Yeah. I mean, you can still watch them. <laughs> You're nope. allowed. Yeah. I can't. They're I out there. I cannot anymore. Got, didn't get the max seal of approval. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Just watch yeah. the first season of all of them and then pretend like that's when it got Be canceled. Like, well, I wonder what journeys they went on after that. Uh, Drew, did you watch anything? Oh, yeah. I watched... The first two episodes of the second season of Big Little Lies. And ooh, ooh baby, mm. this show is so good. Yeah, yeah I, I know you I like the first one there. fucking love this show. Mm-hmm. Meryl Streep is in the cast, and boy, she adds such a 
awesome element to the show. Jamie she said is, that she's got like weird fake teeth and it's just like yep. a bizarre. She is freaking. She is turning in a performance. I'm she is the so best. happy to hear that. She is the best. I was at a bar earlier and they were playing uh, Death Becomes Her. Uh huh. And Meryl Streep is in oh that and Transform. And when's the last time you saw that? Have you seen that movie before? Uh, have you seen I, that I it was on TV earlier this year and I watched like maybe thirty minutes of it. Yeah, you should you yeah. should check it out again because that's a movie that. And in some places they use some. What like, a weird movie! It's weird, but it's it's great, and it's yeah. one of my favorite uh, Bruce Willis looks, which is this weird, yeah, uh, uh, you know, like one of my favorite Goldie Hawn looks, shy <laughs> with a mustache, and he's kind of just he's just bizarre looking, and but they they run the gamut with looks with all the people in that movie because at some point Goldie Hawn is like yeah like in a mental institution and looks you know just looks wild, and then other times she looks fabulous, and there's obviously kind of fantastical elements going on in that movie but um i like kind of all the different looks and even in the starting mm -hmm. meryl streep has a ton of different kind of looks going on i yeah. really enjoy that about it um cool uh i watched or sorry have you watched anything else nope i watched uh documentary now which is okay. the uh, the fred armison bill Hader. yes on netflix yeah uh, i've not watched the every episode of the entire series but uh, i watched one recently that was a um, kind of a send up of I don't know if it was a specific documentary, but it was a send up of like um, sports documentaries in particular, a bowling like uh -huh. match. And it had Bonnie, uh, pardon me, uh, Bobby Moynihan in it. And um, oh, help me out. Who is the actor who plays Dexter? Um, Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall as well. And who's like very like aloof and robotic. Like he'll get a strike and just be like hmm, and just kind of like stare blankly. And uh -huh. then. They, everyone jokes that he'll like sit down in between shots and then like stare out at nothing like just like a maniac but the reason that jamie called me out to watch it is because um oh god i'm gonna forget his name now um but thank you for leaving on netflix with uh, uh um tim robinson okay I, I always forget his name because it's a very plain name but he is like the bad boy bowler who like mm -hmm. wears sunglasses and is trying to outdo his dad and is like heckling the crowd and like telling him to suck on these and stuff uh -huh. like it's a very funny i uh, with those documentary nouns a lot of the time you really benefit from having like an exposure to the actual documentary they're yeah. kind of sending up this one seems to be a little more general which i appreciate and the fact that it it's something innocuous like bowling like they make up fake sports illustrated covers like uh bowling was insane at that point and yeah. it's like just makes it seem like they were the biggest celebrities at the time um i really enjoyed that so i i would recommend that especially since i've been kind of taking in all of the uh tim robinson yeah. stuff i can and he was a, a highlight of that he just got a second season yes yeah Netflix, that's yeah. great i'm happy to hear that because i i really like that and i probably mentioned it when i talked about it on the a couple episodes ago but um there's a lot of sketches where he lets the character actors that he's hired just dominate the yeah. sketches and that i love that i think that's smart tim and eric did that on some of their stuff too where they were like this guy and not even not in like a, a an an unkind way of like this guy's so weird like it was more like no they have they have this comedic timing or this value like let's give them the time to shine so yeah. i appreciate that about it it was really nice they moved aside so paul rod could shine in <laughs> yeah a little little guy like celery yeah. man take yeah. over in uh tim and eric um uh and the other one i watched was um uh neon genesis evangelion which i watched for the first time ever because it just came onto netflix it's an anime uh, it's highly lauded. I thought it was a couple hundred episodes. It's 26. Mm -hmm. um, and it feels like a couple hundred. I don't know. I, we, we, <laughs> we got through it in a whole weekend. Uh, you're wrong. Um, but I loved it. There's it controversy. It felt like you got through it in a hundred weekends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's controversy because the Netflix version 
uh, different voice actors, uh, slightly different translation, and some of it's like very literal translations where you're like, that doesn't quite make sense. Um, and a big one is that there's a cover of Fly Me to the Moon after every episode and a different cover on every episode. They didn't get the rights to that song. So that song, it's the same song at the end of every episode instead of a different version, mm. of the, which is a disappointing because I was like, oh, that sounds so cool. And yeah, just a few tweaks here and there. But I would say as someone who's, I knew it existed, I wanted to watch it. And then at some point I just decided like, hey, until I can rent it all or get it all in one at one time, I'm just going to stay away from it. Mm-hmm. So I was super excited to watch it and it was totally up my alley it's disturbing it's the animation's incredible like i would Mm -hmm. i would liken it to akira and some of the the kind of anime masterpieces as far as like the detail that they put into it um the ending and among a lot of fans too is sort of controversial it feels like they might have literally run out of some funds uh towards the end but there's also a few ancillary things like a recap episode and then a movie called Eva end of Evangelion that's on Netflix also. Mm-hmm. So, and so I'm going to watch that soon. And that's supposed to be kind of uh, the ending from a different angle. So you kind of, it fills in some gaps and stuff. So I'm excited for that because I, I really enjoyed that. Hmm. Um, I, I did forget to uh, mention, and I won't go into detail, but I did also watch um, uh, a movie I watched was a uh, toy story Four. Oh. I, and I really liked it. I would encourage people to go see it, but I won't talk about it until maybe a future episode. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, before we get into the topic that of movie Max and I saw, did you guys see Vulture put out the list? They're like listing of all the HBO series ranked in order. No. Like not in order, mm-hmm. but like their ranking of them. The Vulture from Spider-Man. Yeah. Vulture. Yeah, Michael, wow. Michael Keaton put out wow. his own list. Um, yeah. They ranked every HBO series from 74 to 1. And real sex, real sex. Uh, wait, 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 from 1974 to wait, what? No, the from number oh. 74 to one. <laughs> so I was like, wait, they were like around 1974. They, I mean, they mm-hmm. the first series is or the first one listed number 74 is first and 10, which aired from 1984 to 1990. Oh, okay. Um, so they've been making shows for a long time. Cool. Do you guys uh, want to hear the list? I do want to hear the list. Also, love that content. Yeah. I mean, we'll just we can just bank. Yeah, it yeah. 73 was The Mind of a Married Man, 72, Dream On, Hmm. 71, Here and Now, 70, The Brink, number 69, Entourage. Oh, never watched it. Uh, 68, Arliss, 67, Vinyl, 66, The Newsroom. I was surprised that was so low. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I never watched The Newsroom, but. Well, do whatever. It sucks. Um, (laughs) Damn. The Newsroom would would incorporate current headlines into their storylines, but then they could make it so that they're on the right side, which is annoying to me. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, Benghazi? <laughs> we should give them the benefit of the doubt. And uh-huh. then they're like, then they can make this, I don't know, whatever. It's just annoying to me that they're like, we can be on the right side when we write it this way. Anyway. Uh, 65 through 62 is, it's the same show with different titles. It's a, like a uh-huh. mockumentary series. Uh, <laughs> Summer Heights High, Angry Boys, Private School Girl, Jonah from Tonga. Uh, 61 is Maximum Security. 60 is Ballers. 59, Lucky Louie. 58, Camping. 57, Life's Too Short. 56, Family Tree. 55, Max, I know you like this show. True Blood. Hey! 55. Swamp Vampires. 54 is Divorce. 53, Crashing. 52, Sally Forever. 51, How to Make It in America. 50, Hello, Ladies. Uh, Hi. 49 was Mr. Bean. I didn't realize that aired on HBO. I had no idea. Um, 48 was The High Life. 47 was Philip Marlowe, Private Eye. Uh, 46, K Street. 45, The Number One Ladies Detective Agency. That was good. 
I never I didn't see that. I never even heard of it. It's uh, it's like uh, they're in uh, Africa and they have their own detective. It's, oh. it's worth checking out. I would check that. Uh, Forty four is Doll and M. Forty three is Togetherness. Forty two was the Tenacious D show. Wow, yeah. that's great. I have that on uh, DVD. Yeah, that's a blast from the past. Uh, Forty one was unscripted. Forty was hung. Uh, Thirty nine looking. Thirty eight Tream. Uh, Thirty seven is Carnival. Uh, watch that one. Thirty six was Vice Principals. Thirty five was Luck. Thirty four horses died. Jesus. <laughs> Thirty four is In Treatment. Uh, Thirty three was Extras. Thirty two way too low. Big Little Eyes. Um, wow. But it's just funny because I feel like there's some recent ones on there that are low. Like, yeah. Entourage feels like has a following, so I'm kind of yeah. surprised it's like rated. I don't know. Uh, now I don't think it's good, but I feel like people like it. Thirty one was Getting On. Uh, Thirty was Big Love. 29 big little was, love big little love yeah <laughs> uh 29 john from cincinnati 28 bored to death heard that uh, one right. 27 tell me you love me i love you 26 thank you uh no let's get to the title of the show uh, <laughs> 26 was girls i think uh like even though big little lies is only it's, it's in its second season still so much better than girls um wow 20 this is, this girls is editorializing a little bit on the list i really liked girls but girls i know devolved. you did uh, I know. 25 was fly the concords 24 true detective mm. 23 westworld See, that's a hard one too because that has like people love the first season don't like the second kind of like the third like that's yeah a, that's that's tough uh 22 is eastbound and down mm-hmm. 21 was the comeback 20 was insecure 19 rome the top 19 18 high maintenance 17 <laughs> silicon valley jamie loves high maintenance silicon valley is pretty good uh 16 is succession 15 and uh, maybe number one max is hard boardwalk empire hell yeah you know what? I, wait hold on a second i think that's an underrated show yeah i was <laughs> just about to say that uh, i think it should be at least 14 15 15 that's <laughs> 14 is six feet under. Nope. Uh, 13 no. is Barry. 13 is Barry. Barry is number 13 on this that's list. That's very, that's pretty new though, right? Yeah, and Barry is very good. Yes. So I'm, I'm not too upset about that. No, I'm uh, glad it's up there. 12 is The Deuce. 13. Does that have another, is that ongoing still? Yeah. Oh, okay. Still going. Uh, 13's Enlightened. 10 is Oz. 9 is like Veep. Oz. I feel like Veep should be higher. Um, yeah, maybe. 8, Game of Thrones. Uh, 7 is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Six Sex in the City, number five, The Leftovers, way too high. Um, mm. Four, The Larry Sanders Show, three, The Wire, two, Deadwood, and number one, The Sopranos. Isn't, mm. uh, am I tripping? Where was um, Westworld? Westworld is like 23. Oh, I missed it. My bad. You were probably um, make some very funny comment that I, I'm sure I just made. I said more like Eastworld or yeah. something dumb, yeah, well, some that was dumb really shit. Funny. Didn't um, they do some animated stuff that didn't make it on there, like the Spawn TV show? Oh, was that HBO? Spawn was HBO, I think. Might have been. I thought it was. Huh. It's either so. that or MTV. Yeah. And the, but I think MTV might have been the Max. Max was HBO and Big Head and mm-hmm. a couple other stuff hmm. at the end of the night. I don't know. So like, I guess they just weren't Vulture? including. Get back to your list. Vulture? Yeah, yeah, fucked up. Yeah, fucked up. <laughs> and also, uh, number 15 should be a little higher, I think. I think we could do some, uh, I think we really ripped this list apart if we wanted to, but we've got other things to talk about. I think six feet under should be six feet uh, spots over. We've got ourselves an X-Men fan. Oh, my. what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? You must know who they are, and above all, what they can do. I'm Professor Charles Xavier. I'm the Juggernaut! I'm crying. 
I love <laughs> I love that theme. Bless their heart, whoever made that theme. Um, you, whatever loser made that theme, uh, good Fuck for them. Good, good for you. Um, Same person who made uh, the mutant Power, freak. Yeah. Power Rangers. Um, so Max and I saw Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Robert, you did not, which was probably a good decision. Um, and not that I not that I wouldn't have. I just didn't. I didn't know kind of what we were doing. It's all good. Yeah. Um, Lame. Max, what did you think of Dark Phoenix? I think probably because I went in thinking it was going to be so bad. Uh, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of front loaded the text when you were like, "I'm going to go see Dark Phoenix," and I was yeah. like, "Good fucking luck, bitch! I hate you." Um, getting in, it's so popular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of trouble. There were six seats that were taken up. No, no, there weren't. There were three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so, what did you like? What What were your thoughts on it? I dug it. Uh, really? For the most part, I think it was pretty terrible. But like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> okay, I, no, I was I, having I, whiplash. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, because I just didn't expect much. You know, sure. everyone said it was bad. It's twenty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It's in the X Men franchise, which I don't expect anything from, anyways. And so the fact mm. that people didn't like this movie over other ones, I was a little confused by. Oh. because I would I would put it next to nearly any of them. Uh, wow. With the exception of definitely Logan and maybe uh, X Men Two, I haven't seen that one in a while. Wow. That's a, yeah. I was thinking the same thing when I came out of the movie was like because I I didn't like the movie overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking uh, maybe I need to rewatch X Men and X Men Two. I know you don't like X Men because the I, yeah I didn't yeah. at the time. I should probably rewatch right. it anyway. But I wonder first. if X Men Two holds up. I, I haven't did, seen I it in a long also. time. So, yeah. but like I don't I don't know. Like were we just so like. I just want a good a superhero movie that we were like our standards were low enough we'd be like you know what I'll take X-Men 2 as this like the, yeah. you know we'll call it like a great superhero movie because there's just nothing else I feel like it was also like just the just the way that movies are made is different even from that time like I think that like I think if you go back and watch you'll almost find those to be kind of quaint yeah a little bit like I, oh the, the the claws yeah. popped out. Yeah, <laughs> I think with with Dark Phoenix, it's it's also it's the first X Men movie without Wolverine in it. That's pretty. They funny. don't even reference him by name or show a picture of him. No, really, he's not in the movie whatsoever. Never. They Never. don't have a picture of him on the desk and like I wish Logan was here. He's gonna show up here in nine years. Um, Just because I'm that's shocking. Like, no, he's th- there's no. This is the first Hugh Jackman less. Yeah. They don't even say like, oh, there's uh, reports yeah. of someone up in Canada. Right. Yeah. Um, Some knucklehead has been reported. Uh... <laughs> I think that the the what pro- people probably have a problem because the, the one thing I will say, I don't, I don't think anybody turned in a bad performance acting wise in this movie. Like I was really on the lookout because every, you know, people are like. <laughs> you had your binoculars. I had my binoculars. Yeah. Uh, I had three pairs of glasses on and um, one of those hum- like, like things yeah, you put up yeah. to your ear to hear better. Um <laughs> like those big horns that you hold. You'd have been a bad um, acting machine that you were calibrating yeah, the whole movie. The whole movie. Um, you know, like I think Sophie Turner it turns in a good performance as hey. Jean Grey, mm-hmm. and um, you know, like everybody, she, she is the. <laughs> I didn't get it for a bit. She turns. Oh wow! Turns into wow! I did not. I even said it. Um, I think the only person who's acting I would question is unfortunately Jessica Chastain, who just seems to not care that I, she's in the movie. But that's but, also you could it could be her character. It I could be gonna, her character. I, I've I know enough to know that her character ends up being is a weird character. So I also feel like that could be possibly like it's like anything when it's like act like this weird, you know, not I don't know like you know you know what I'm referencing, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like 
it's hard to turn in that kind of performance and be like captivating and be like, also you're not quite, you're off for some reason. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I over like overall, everybody's fine in it. Like, you know, uh, do we want to say some spoilers I, for it? Do I you say care? It's been out long enough if you want to get into that. General Lawrence gets killed within like 20 minutes of the beginning God, of the movie. Yeah, I heard about this. Um, and like, you know, I think like Nick Holt does like a good job of acting off of that, and same with James mm. McAvoy. Um, but you know, she's—I think she's probably the most famous person in the movie, and it was probably pretty clear that she didn't want to be in it that much. Could so, you tell her was it? Uh, was she in actual makeup in the movie? What do you mean, like the Mystique makeup? Was that was makeup it like or CG, CG, or was she actually in makeup? Or do you don't do in this one? Idea? I don't know. I think she was in makeup. Interesting. I mean, I she's just, not in it very much, and like half the time she's not in the Mystique makeup. That's so. what I was curious about. Yeah, she yeah, probably didn't have to do that much. Like she, and it's I, just her face, pretty much, right? Because yeah. she's wearing like a bodysuit. Yeah, sure. For the rest of it, um, the I think what where people have a problem with this movie. And I think this kind of goes along with the rest of the X-Men movies that have come out since first class is even though they are canonically related to each other, they don't feel like they matter with each other. And all these movies feel like nothing happens in them because like you asked me before this movie, do I have to have seen apocalypse to understand it? And when I thought about it, I was like, I mean, it is the movie that comes before this, but, but the only happens thing at the very end of apocalypse doesn't, don't they like, they sort of hint that like Gene has this like, untapped potential that's true but, but like, doesn't logan or some other one like erase what happened like who what movie is it where they go back to the x mansion and everyone's like alive and that's happy? days of future past that's days of future past okay yeah so that's kind of like reset what the future could be but that's like that even that was just like a hey just so you know like cyclops is alive okay and like interesting all these people who are upset that you know uh last stand killed all these characters sure. they're actually fine and you don't have to worry about it, it felt like yeah that more than you'll get to see these characters again someday. It felt more like uh just so you guys are, are cool. Like these characters are all alive. I, I have a question because I realized like this is something that's happened in the last couple movies and I don't know what happens in this one. Quicksilver tends to have sort of a sequence to themselves. Also barely in this movie. Do, what song does he run to in motion? They start that sequence and then it stops pretty quick. Yeah. Oh, almost like they subvert it like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Nope, I, she's got him. I made a joke after I, I saw a friend of mine after I saw the movie and he asked me how it was. And I was like, I think the reason they called it Dark Phoenix instead of X-Men Dark Phoenix is there's almost no X-Men in the movie. Like they, they don't do anything. Like they're all wow. kind of chasing Jean Grey throughout the movie. But this is very much a dark. It's a, it's a very much a Phoenix movie. Part and of it was like. Uh, stoked that they were like almost willing to put themselves behind the Phoenix character and be like, no, we don't even need to say X-Men because this is her movie. But another part of me was like, oh, like I feel like it's probably smart to say X-Men in your title too. So I was kind of curious what role they played and how they interacted with Gene throughout the whole film. I honestly think in terms of in terms of screen time, I don't think she had as much as, as it sounds like you're saying she does. Like it, it seemed like they focused a lot on Professor X and they focused a lot on was Apocalypse uh, in it a lot? and stuff. He, he's all over the place. <laughs> um, I mean, like they they do the thing with Magneto that they've done in the last three movies, where Magneto is off living somewhere else and somebody has to go get him. Yeah. Um, they do that again in this movie, which is yeah, like I got that from the trailers. a trope that like I'm, I mean this M is this is something? the last this is the last X Men movie. Under that Fox. They, that under Fox that they will make theoretically with this cast. I guess mm -hmm. that Marvel could just decide to bring them all back. Nah. But um, 
I, I just don't understand, like, is it, like, a requirement, like, when they're in the writer's room that, like, there's just a, a separate board off to the side that's Magneto, and they literally have to go get the board, and that gives them the idea that, like, oh, we have to go get Magneto. Junktown M. I think they just uh, needed a hippie commune for the dreadlock octopus head guy. <laughs> yeah. And so Excuse that's why me? they, they there's, threw, there threw are some, Magneto in there. There are some uninteresting mutant design in this movie dreadlock octopus yeah like well, a goddamn transformer it's, it's not really an octopus i guess he just has like tentacle hair though essentially that's his mean power is that his hair yeah he's medusa <laughs> from the humans yeah uh, and then they also have uh somebody with a, a dagger for no reason mm-hmm. that can uh well, that's like, just a person go, they that just can, have a knife <laughs> that can go toe-to-toe with uh professor x what with, in the world with mind powers yeah it's Huh? Yeah, I don't know. It, it the that I think that's the thing about these movies is like they have good actors in them, mm-hmm. but there's no care taken with the story. I think that's where people like. I think that's why they these get How, such low ratings. Why people are so disappointed? Who with writes them. these movies? Is it is it's, it are they like are they X Men fans? Like cause well, there's a lot of movies I feel like that have come out recently where it's like people that seem to really enjoy the source material and whether they stick to it or not sometimes they're like coming from a place of like fandom like they're coming from a place well, of like what i read uh, there was a tweet that i read right after dark phoenix came out that was now that dark phoenix has come out and sucks can we agree that between the most of the movies being made by sexual deviants Ugh. or just bad filmmakers that this might be one of the worst franchises in history holy that's that's a bummer i, <laughs> I think bad. star wars sucks yeah, actually. I, <laughs> <laughs> um I just it it is tough because like I think there are good you know like Days of Future Past I think is a is a is a fine movie like mm-hmm. I, I there I are like, parts yeah. you know I I kind of I liked it when I saw it the first time and maybe I like it less every time I see it mm. same with First Class but like Last Stand X Men Origins Logan I don't think counts like Logan is like it feels too separated and it's like also like a weird alternate future and so. it, but it is like it fucking rules it's yeah, such a good movie um i've seen that again and that one holds up mm-hmm. have you seen the black and white version yet noir no i haven't either i'd like to i should i i think it's on the blu-ray and i think we own the blu-ray so i should check it out um but it it is it is one of the most confounding franchises in history it just like the the tracking of like quality it just it dips so much and like uh, it has, I mean, I guess it doesn't, it can't dip if it never val, you know, what's the peaks. deal with, what was the deal again with two to three? Was it that, that three, that singer left to do Superman yeah. returns and they had Brett Ratner do it. Yes. Got it. Um, Yikes. yeah. So I, it's tough because like, I like X-Men and I think like, with a good competent storyteller i think like there is obviously a good story to be told with the x-men and i yeah, think like that's in this movie there is a there's a story being told that i think kind of somewhat touches on like what they did in like new x-men mm-hmm. with um like all the teenagers the teenagers and like is professor xavier like actually doing bad for these children yeah, yeah. and they they sort of touched on it in this movie on like a very like surface level but it well, never really got deep and it i ne- did like, hear that he's well maybe i, I don't want to spoil any, I, or anything if we're not doing that but like it sounds like he's like a little more making a much more like hurtful decision towards gene than like other interpretations have been presented where he's right. like he's like mm-hmm. covering up a trauma as opposed to like 
trying, you know, thinking he's helping her out in that way. I don't know. It, it's it's interesting to me. Would you guys be interested in Marvel's going to have the rights now? Like, I part of me would be interested to see them just recast everything and start from scratch. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it's like starting in current MCU timeline and then calling back to like when they existed in the 80s and 90s or whatever. But if so, if the thing with Spider-Man holds up and that there's a multiverse. I, I actually, I honestly would not mind if they brought in this cast. Like truly, I don't think anybody fits their roles poorly, but because it's such a muddled timeline. Yeah. You know, these are the same actors that played these characters from the sixties. So like, how is like, it's not possible. It's not possible that this, this movie takes place in like 1992. They look like Cap in Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's 1992 and like X-Men comes out in 2000 yeah. So like what happens to, you know, like somebody put up a meme of like uh Michael Fassbender 92, oh Ian McKellen 2000, like yeah. what happens to him in yeah. a, the, the hardest 10 years yeah. you've ever experienced. Yeah. Yeah, can you tell us what happened on the Statue of Liberty that night? No. <laughs> I don't think I will. <laughs> that I mean, I think that's another reason why recasting him would be totally simple because you've already recast them. So you're just recasting again. And, and like, I, I don't think they should have any connection. Kind of the same way. Cast I Cast Chris Evans as Cyclops. <laughs> Perfect. Get him back in there. Yeah. He wants to be in those movies. Yeah, he's begging to be back in. Robert Downey Jr. can play I mean, Professor X. I'm joking, but like he, he would also be a cool Cyclops. Oh, he'd be a great Cyclops. He'd be a great yeah. Cyclops. I like this Cyclops a lot. I do too. He's got this weird. He's the, he's Percival from uh ready player one. I actually, I, I like him for Cyclops. I yeah, do. I do. That's the thing. Like I was saying, like, I think everybody fits their roles just fine. I think Nick, Nicholas Hout plays like a good beast, Hank McCoy. Is can, he? You, can you explain this to me? Why can he go back and forth between beast and uh, not in human? Well, he, has he, a, he has ampules? a serum. Yeah. He has a serum that like sort of like. Uh, does like he go more decreases. does he go more beast than like standard like when he's regular beast does he like become more it's sort of like it, it, it seems to be sort of like a hulk thing where like the angrier he gets the more he becomes a beast interesting okay i didn't see that i did, he just like flipped whenever he wanted to it seemed well to like me. i like, think he, he could i think he could go he between more, but he also yeah. like if he got mad he would kind of lose control well, it's just if he need uh, it just seemed like if he needed strength, if he needed to like fight someone, then he would go ahead and do it's that. It's almost like it was a lazy plot device, so they just pulled yeah. out when they needed it. And they also just wanted to reuse their effect for morphing because mm-hmm. they did it for uh, Mystique, they did it for Beast, yep. and they did it for the aliens. Yep. Uh, Spoiler. What, what? We've nah, already done spoilers. Who cares? How, are they I interesting wish, at all? I, no, they are not. No, I no. really wish they had done those... Um, uh, the bird people, the Shi- Shiites, the, oh, the Shiar. Excuse you. <laughs> yeah. Wow, the Shiar, the uh, Tal ble- Shiar. Uh, bleep this. Please. Yeah. Um, it's Hawk Girl is in this. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's also it's so weird that they the design they gave to Jessica Chastain really makes it seem like she's going to be Emma Frost because yeah. she's got like platinum blonde hair or, like, or sick Emma Frost and like. They they sort of like in the trailers they kind of make it seem like she's part of the Hellfire Club Emma at least Bad like the Cole. way they are. Okay, this is this is not going well okay. Well, here we go. Um, uh, like they have them like in like a meeting, kind of looks like oh she's in the Hellfire Club. That's got to be Emma which Frost. would make sense because but like instead they're just a, on... they're just boring aliens like oh. unnamed aliens. Yeah, I I it pulled the fast one on me too. Like I, I thought when I was watching the movie, oh she's gonna be um she's gonna be. 
uh, Emma Frost. Yeah. And then I thought, oh no, the the aliens that are popping down, they're going to be the Shi'ar, and they're going to be yeah, you know, trying to chase. And they the already Phoenix introduced and nothing. Don't have Emma Frost in the series anymore. Right? Correct. Yeah. So well, she was in X Men Origins, which yes. doesn't count. But but she, no, she was in First Class, wasn't she? No. She wasn't part of the Hellfire Club in that, wasn't it? Uh, what's her face from Mad Men? I, I think, think that were, was. I thought that was X Men Origins. Was that? No, you're no. right. It was first class. Oh, yeah, Hellfire with Mephisto. Yeah, she was going Crystal. You're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is another thing because it's like that. Actress, she was a you know, kid in X Men Origins. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, God. she was like 30s or 40s. So like, yeah, that is that is a funny thing. No, that, like, in in the Wolverine movie, uh, wasn't she a kid in that one, or was she? Oh, she also might have appeared as like a cameo yeah. in the one with the Wolverine ones. Yeah. You know who is in this so one, uh, Dark Phoenix, that I really liked? Dazzler. Yeah. That was such a fucking cool cameo. That's like, I think that's the kind of stuff that is missing from these movies is like, like the ability to like pull from all these interesting characters yeah. that they have in their lexicon. X-Men I, has so much stuff and I feel like that fans are getting excited when like a Dazzler shows up, but are upset when they can't get like a core character. Right. And it feels like they would, it would really benefit them to kind of like pull from this. That happens all the time. If you're taking from something a little more obscure, maybe you're not getting that immediate face value for people, but there's less stakes. People Mm -hmm. aren't as worried about it. Guardians of the galaxy is a perfect example, a franchise that has taken off. And when it came out, no one knew who the hell those characters were right but because they were able to kind of introduce them that way and give them plus it's a rotating team so there's also less stakes like i don't know i think that's a smarter way to go it's also the x-men but have some less important characters it's it's such a baffling thing to me that they decide they were going to do this like decade jump with every movie i just don't i don't understand why they did that yeah because it was like first class in the 60s days of future past in the 70s apocalypse in the 80s and this one in the 90s like does that mean that like so jubilee was in in apocalypse yeah does that mean she's now like in her 30s and like almost her 30s yeah yeah, it's just like it's it's just like like why what was the decision to do that scene where she celebrates her 29th birthday at the mall (laughs) and she yeah it's turns into a vampire yeah Yeah. but like she is a character you know barely a character in apocalypse and it was like why isn't she in this movie oh because she's probably graduated from the school and like when you have that like that thing that like device where you just say like okay this movie's gonna be 10 years later like why are these characters still at a school like Mm. some of them have turned into teachers but like yeah why does storm look like she's only three years older than she was in apocalypse why does quicksilver still dye his hair silver yeah yeah does he any movement on his relationship with magneto and no again he's barely in the movie he's barely in the movie that like you're right i think the two main like the two people who are in it the most are probably magneto and xavier maybe finally a little bit but like yeah i know that's really untapped relationship oh god oh we finally hear their story but like the rest of the x-men team they're just they have nothing to do in this movie and it's really a shame because it's the last one yeah i really like the beginning because they used them a lot yeah They, they sent them up they were in uh like the ex, they got to do like they got to do like teamwork with their powers. They yeah, and Is they pulled it off really mission, well. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah, yeah. that sounds and cool. They like yeah, they zip in there and they uh, everyone has the thing that they do and they they use it to whatever extent you know and it like it works. I thought yeah. it really worked. It felt like an X Men movie. Yeah, like they were actually being X Men. And then they went 
down there and partied with Dazzler. I was like, uh-huh. this is off to a really good start. And then I was thinking, oh, I'm just thinking that because everyone said it was going to be total shit. And then it kind of turned more into the total shit. I was, that was I probably was thinking, the first scene they scripted. They were like, we got to do well, it. I was thinking the, the same thing that like, like maybe people are just like, you know, the same thing I said about the Men in Black movie where like people just have like a hang up about this franchise and they're just sort of out to dislike it. Yeah. You know, maybe this maybe there is something here and then yeah, just it just kind of falls apart. And and that's the thing it seems like that was the part of the movie that followed the closest with, you know, the source material. Mhm. Right? Yeah. And I just don't know why that's why I want them to completely just uh shut this one out. Don't don't ever touch the Fox fran- like X-Men franchise again. Let it go. Restart it and do it correctly. Right. Because it can be done correctly. And you just have to love the source material and do it. Right. If there is a multiverse, let this be one of the dead end multiverses that yeah. we, no, you know, just don't. From. Just don't even, don't, don't don't even approach it. it. Yeah. I only, think, no, I think they should reference it cheekily. No. The only point. time they should ever touch it is just Wolverine in Deadpool. That's all, the only reason right. you should ever touch this. And there's the, like nothing else. Please, yeah. nothing else. I think like having, having Professor X and Magneto be like, age peers to all these like younger characters it just like it doesn't set up i think like having you know patrick stewart and ian mckellen obviously playing the the elder statesman of the former x-men movies sure. kind of gave it these characters Some more of a gravitas, gravitas yeah. versus like you know charles xavier's just like a dude hey you know like he's a cool guy <laughs> hangs out with the kids and it's like i can rap with you children yeah. after class do you guys want to dab with me you know, i like just- avocado toast too <laughs> But it Wait, what year does this take place in? Yeah. <laughs> They're not sure either. Um, that's the that's the scene at the end of the movie. Did you get the that newest cassette, children? <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think if they're, I, I, what I mean by that, I wouldn't mind if these actors came back and played them under like a, a competent, play. a play or something. No, but like under a competent <laughs> film a, filmmaker, I mm-hmm. think that these, I think like these are all actors that turn in good, can, can turn in a good performance as these characters. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I wouldn't mind seeing them do it under the guise of somebody who can do these movies well. I yeah. think it could be done, but I don't think it should be done. I think okay, just that's why, fair. Uh, yeah, I like. I agree with you. They did a good job. They they gave it their all, and I think they could do a good job under a good filmmaker. But there's no reason to do that. Sure, so you're like, there are other people out there who will also turn in really good performances. Mm-hmm. You're right, and yeah. there won't be confusion. And I won't have to explain to my mom. No, no, this is a. Do-. Yeah. I mean, I probably still will. But that's your you big thing. I mean? Not it's explaining less, to yeah. your mom. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like Scarlet Witch. You're like. No more X Men. <laughs> That's a callback for the comic fans of uh, what Scarlet Witch has done one time. <laughs> Good one, Robert. I like it. Yeah, yeah. this is a House of R. Oh my. Um, well, I'm I'm sorry to hear that it was disappointing, but perhaps this will usher in a new generation of X Men movies. I think. The only thing I can think of that's more exciting than what kind of some of the stuff we experienced in the end of uh, Avengers Endgame is having the X-Men on screen because they have so many cool characters, mm-hmm. so many great storylines and and things that they could add up. They also have some very cosmically large villains that could help flesh out because, you know, people feel like Thanos is sort of the the big one mm-hmm. for Marvel. It's hard to go bigger. Yeah, what happens when the Avengers go up against the Juggernaut? Well, I, I, I know they have, if they redo Fantastic Four, which I hope they do, they'll have the Galactus if they do. But if they do X-Men, they have they really have a big stable of stuff. So I would be yeah. excited to see them recast that and do that. It's insane to think, how long did Hugh Jackman play Wolverine? 15 years or 10? Like, yeah. So like, it'll be crazy to see someone, are we going to get a, like a young Wolverine? Are we going to get... 
I'd like to see Chris Hemsworth as Wolverine. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fat Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> he uses the same suit. Yeah. From, uh, um, but uh, well, but I am done. But I am bummed because like I've revisited from time to time some of those other X Men movies, and they have kind of some of them have diminishing returns. Some of them I like more than others. But it's a bummer that that this one has kind of fallen a little bit. Yeah. I, see, I don't even think it has. Like I yeah, said, I, I think, they, it, they I sort think of, it maintains the same level as the old ones. But you did ones. walk out of the first 20 minutes when Dazzler, the Dazzler scene was done. You walked out. Yeah. yeah and oh, okay. This okay. Is, yeah, this has reached its peak. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. No, I I, I thought that it, it held up. And I actually well, want to see Apocalypse. I which was going to say, yeah. will you watch Apocalypse? After seeing this, I want to watch Apocalypse more. Andrew, like I think? totally avoided it completely. And I would now watch it. Okay. After seeing this, that's, one. I think that's fair. Like, I, there Max, are, you can do whatever you want. You know what? <laughs> you know what, Max? Free country, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Um, We're doing it for the next podcast. That's what I want. X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> All right, sure. this like three year old no. X Men movie. We're yep. gonna. Why not? Um, yeah, that's. I mean, I, there are parts of Apocalypse I think are fine and and like more than watchable, but yeah. Also, uh, weird Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah. Apocalypse the, cre- I, the credits are so legible. I can read every name. <laughs> it's great. I love it. All right. Uh, well, that'll do it for us. Hopefully, uh, good X Men movies in the future. I can't wait. But not today. Uh. Bye bye. Bye bye. Ow.